At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us in part two of our special edition of the Today Podcast. I'm Savannah Guthrie. You're listening to a special podcast-only celebration of NBC's Today Show. This year, the broadcast hits a major milestone, its 70th anniversary. We left off sharing what it's like to take the reins from our childhood heroes, and recalling the huge news moments we've covered today and for the last seven decades. In the 1960s, the assassinations of civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. Two downs, and this is today, Friday, April 5th. Dr. Martin Luther King, civil rights leader, Nobel Prize winner, and apostle of nonviolence, died violently last night in Memphis, Tennessee. And President John F. Kennedy. The President of the United States is dead. The body of John Fitzgerald Kennedy is at this moment, as Senator Van Oker mentioned, in the White House. And it's a much saddened nation and world that greets this day a far different... As region. the 70s became the 80s, we were there on the ground during the Iran hostage crisis. Iranian students continue to hold more than 50 hostages at the American embassy in Tehran this morning. They Today has taken us to countries that feel incredibly far away, whether it's Bryant Gumbel and Jane Pauley in China in 1987. Ni hao. And welcome to China. Now that we have exhausted our amount of Chinese, we can move ahead. Ni men hao. That is. Hello, everyone. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Brother, or Bryant and Katie Couric in Zimbabwe in 1992. For Africa and from Africa. Peace. And now we go wherever the Olympics are, since Munich in 1972. At the Olympic Games in Munich today, the American swimmer Mark Spitz brought his total of gold medals, won in these games, up to five. And more recently, in Russia, Brazil, South Korea, and Japan. And good morning. Welcome to today and a rainy Sochi on this Tuesday morning. Nine o'clock at night right here in Pyeongchang. And there is a ton of big news coming out of Tokyo, you guys. But it's never just the places we go. It's the people we meet on the stories we cover near and far that stay with us. The Today Show puts us in the room with extraordinary people in extraordinary circumstances. As journalists, we have to call on all of our skills to tell those people's stories. It's part of the mission of the Today Show, to help our audience feel like they're in that room too. What we never expect is how much these stories will change us. In 2018, Hoda went to Charleston, South Carolina, a little over a year after nine people were murdered inside Emmanuel AME Church. A man walked in and first sat and prayed with him and then shot many of the congregants. And I'll never forget, one of the women there said, God was in there. I have no doubt that he was in that room with us. With all that loss, you still know he was in the room with you? I know God was in that room, yeah. And I said, where, where was he? Where was he? And she said, oh, oh, 
he was there because he made sure that 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 uh, there were many of us who were witnesses. We could bear witness to what happened. So we were able to, you know, say it was him and there, there was a way there. But I think the thing that stood out to me with the, with the people of, of that church in Charleston, South Carolina was their ability to forgive. I had a release, because forgiveness is like, you think you're letting somebody else off the hook, but you're actually letting yourself off the hook. Because if you keep it, there's no healing with hatred. You have to love each other. That's our second commandment. And when they said that they forgave him, that sat on my heart, because I was like, wow, you forgave him. And they said, yes, we forgave him, because if you don't forgive him, it's like you'll carry it for the rest of your life. So you have to figure out when to put something down. It's like picking up a hot coal and thinking you're gonna throw it at someone because you're so mad and you realize you're burning yourself. It's like they realized, just don't touch it. Just, just forgive and make room for yourself to come out and live these, a beautiful life that's in store for you. And I think when, when they showed me that, I was like, wow. Like that's a life changer right there. These people who we met in the church that day were definitely touched by God. I mean, there was, there was no question. It was the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful interviews I think I've ever done. They sang Amazing Grace. And I remembered thinking to myself, oh my God, and you sing, you're in despair and you sing. Like, that's, 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 that right there is where beauty lies, like in that space. We don't just share other people's intimate moments. Occasionally, we share our own. When we come back, the power of getting personal as we celebrate today turning 70. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. I do have something to tell you. That little girl, Haley 
joy. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm She's crying. Um, is my daughter. I, I adopted her. That was a moment that had us all in tears. Hoda shared the news of being a mom for the first time. She's used her voice, this platform, to talk about real life in a way that you only do on morning TV. I think no matter what the experience is, whether it's breast cancer or adoption or, you know, getting engaged later in life, whatever it is, I feel like sometimes if, if, if I get hope from people who do things um, that I feel like are, are difficult at the time. And so I'm, you know, I don't know what I'm providing except for just, you know, kind of telling my business. Cleveland Cavaliers forward Kevin Love details his bout with a very public panic attack. But sometimes telling our stories ends up helping total strangers with theirs. After Carson spontaneously revealed his struggle with anxiety live on the air in 2018, he realized his public admission was having a ripple effect. I was diagnosed with GAD, general anxiety disorder, and mild panic, very similar. During the piece, I was saying to Craig Melvin, my colleague, oh my God, this has happened to me a million times. And he was like, what, really? He's like, can I ask you about that? And so when we came out of the piece, I first started sharing that I was, had been diagnosed for GAD, generalized anxiety disorder, and, and panic attacks. You feel like you're dying. In fact, I went to the hospital. I got leads on my chest. I'm like, my heart's going to stop. Or I'm gonna have a heart attack. And of course, what happens is you're perfectly fine. You know, what's interesting is that my role has really evolved. I've shared a very personal uh, story about my struggling with mental health issues and um, having anxiety and, and panic disorder. And I shared it on the air and didn't even mean to. But from that moment on, it's become something that I've really tried to take ownership of here at the Today Show and NBC News to help create that conversation around mental health and help break the stigma of talking about mental health and bringing the stats to life. And, you know, I'm somebody that has suffered in silence and there's so many millions of us that do. And I'm really proud of that, the part that I've, you know, been able to just kind of share what's worked for me and my struggles. And in turn, it's hopefully helped other people share their story. And that's really what's so important with mental health is to get that conversation going. And the Today Show has a long history of sparking conversations about subjects people usually don't like to talk about and almost never on TV. Conversations that shake off some of the stigma around healthcare and encourage audiences to think about their own wellness. Like when Katie Couric let us watch her getting a colonoscopy. I have a pretty little colon, but you didn't put the scope in yet, did you? Yeah, we're doing the examination. Oh, really? Yeah, we're doing it. Okay, good. That's a good sign. We're all... We're doing it. We're almost done. You're going to feel a cramp there now. Yeah, I did. Going around the bend. A lot of blood vessels. That's normal. Those are normal, healthy-looking. Screenings went up 20% after that show aired, which the University of Michigan called the Couric Effect. And Craig has picked up that baton. I'll tell you when I realized the possibilities of the platform. A couple years ago, my... um, my older brother was was diagnosed with uh, colon cancer, late late stage, and and um, I went to the powers that be and I said, you know, I, I think we can we can do some good here. And we profiled him and his treatment and his doctor and and just colon cancer in, in general. There's not a part or a fiber in me that just says throw in the towel, give up, because that's that's not a part of my DNA. We decided to to shine a light on it. And he ultimately, you know, he, he didn't make it. He died um, a year ago, December 9th. And during the course of that, 
during the course of the coverage, because we did a number of follow-up stories as well on colon cancer. Not an exaggeration. Hundreds of people. I, I heard from them, whether it's email or on the streets or on the plaza, they would say, hey, I got screened because I saw your story on your brother. Or, or I, I, I made my, my husband get screened. Or I called my doctor because something went right and I saw your story and I started asking about family history. That's when I realized the power of the platform. Like, it's not just always about, you know, newsmaker interviews or celebrity interviews or breaking news. Like, sometimes it's about using this platform to literally save lives. And sometimes it's about experiences we never thought possible. Some of my favorite moments on the Today Show had me going places I never really thought I would see, or not, not the way I got to see them through the show. One of my most memorable trips was to the Holy Land in 2019. And when we walk through these doors, we're going to see Calvary. Back, we're going to see Calvary itself. Calvary is where Jesus was crucified, now located inside the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. I knew, I, I always wanted to visit Israel, to go with the Today Show and have access to the places, the wisdom of experts. It was a phenomenal professional experience, but it was also a deeply personal and spiritual experience for me in a way I didn't necessarily expect. So it was, um, I, I loved every second of that journey. I also got to take a once-in-a-lifetime trip thanks to today. I went to Australia, which actually is the place I was born, but I had no memory of it. And all my life, Australia held this kind of mystical quality, this other land. And not only did I get to visit the house where I lived when I was a newborn baby, we found the hospital where I was born. We found the room where I was born. And they even found the midwives from that era who basically delivered me. This is the room that you took your first breath in. <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. How does that oh feel? Oh, my gosh. It's a little bit um, emotional. I think seeing the very place you were born is not something most people get to do or That's see. True. To get to go back with my mom, this is really special, special time. Amazingly awesome <laughs> And to top it all off, they sent me with my mom. And for she and I to travel back to Australia, for her to share her memories with me, and to be in the place where it all began for us, <laughs> to be in the room where it all began for us, is a memory I will treasure forever. Coming up, the role you play, our audience, in the success of this show since the first day it aired 70 years ago. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the U! Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. In France, in the 13th century, 
a teenager ascends the throne. He seems calm, collected, and as it happens, drop-dead gorgeous. But looks can be deceiving, and no one is ready for the death, destruction, and chaos that lie ahead. Step inside the reign of one of the Middle Ages' most cold-blooded rulers on This Is History presents The Iron King. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show viewers come here every single day to propose, to, to wave to friends and family, to hold up signs, to share messages, to be with us. Um, and that is a huge, huge part of the recipe of success for the show for 70 years. Like we can't do this without the people who come down here to the plaza and our viewers nationwide. That engagement, that exchange of energy cements the bond between the people who make the show and the people who watch or listen to it. When the show really first got going, it was in a window on that same side of the street on 49th Street and and everybody would stop by. It was it was it was like we had taken the the beauty and the majesty and the mystery of television because if you got to remember again back at that time people would literally stand in front of appliance stores and watch tv through the glass well now they could come and watch tv through the glass and the tv was watching them well, well part of our cast is you uh, you the public at least we were in a big glass in kind of fishbowl here we could look out the window as you see and see the people who are looking in at us anytime and we see all sorts of fascinating folks from home out there, and sometimes they stand out there and look at us and wave at the folks back home. Uh, here we are, TikTok, the interweb, the tweeter, all that stuff. But you know what? People still like to be seen on TV to the folks back home. You know, it, and, and there's the beauty of it. In 1952, people were waving, and the TV camera was panning them. And here we are in the 21st century and people are still waving and holding up signs and hoping that somebody back home sees them. How great is that? The audience is the beating heart of this show. It's literally why we get up in the morning. People have made the Today Show part of their mornings and part of their lives and part of their families for decades. You'll meet people who say, my grandma watched the Today Show. My mom watched the Today Show. Now I watch the Today Show. My kids watch it with me. People who watch the Today Show feel like their family. And guess what? We feel like your family too. So what, bring, what brings you to the Today Show? Well, I mean, this, we've always wanted to do this and um, Today Show is a part of our life. We've and been watching it every day for seven years when we met. So, yeah. so from a boat. Yeah. Super fans. <laughs> I've always felt like an audience member, because that's what I feel like I am a lot of the time. Like when I walk out, I think I would be doing that. I would be coming to 30 Rock. I'd hold up a sign. I know my mom would. She'd be out there with a sign. So I think when you look out and you see like bright shining faces of, of people who've waited, you know, for this magical moment, it's so um, like incredibly satisfying and beautiful to share in it. Like, that's what I feel like when I walk out. I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to find out, like, who's here? You have to remember, people who have busy lives, you know, people have, you know, I have four kids and I have multiple jobs and people, 
don't wake up, you know, with time to scroll through Instagram and always know what was the hot show last night and who said the funny thing and what's the cool movie and who's the cool celebrity. Like, and so information is hard to come by when you're a working parent and you're concerned about your kid's health and everything else that's going on in the world. So the Today Show's there uh, if you put it on in the morning. And while you're making breakfast or while you're doing the stuff around the house, you can become informed about everything. So by the time you're in your car, you can go to work and, and kibitz with somebody about what's going on in popular culture because you saw it on the Today Show. The Today Show was always on top of what's going on in popular culture, a true reflection of its times. And that was certainly the case in the 1950s when the weather was handled by the Today Show girls. We have a fashion show coming up, Helen. Uh, why don't you just take a crack at that? Would you read the fashion show narration? I think it'd be fun to take a crack at it. Besides, I'd like to see what they're wearing. You know, it's fall and everybody's interested in a new wardrobe, new suits, new coats. Mm -hmm. All right, well, start the old-fashioned show, boys. This morning, we're going to show some coats and suits from two of America's most famous fashion houses. Fast forward to today, when the show is anchored by Hoda and me. Yeah, I think it's funny that it did start with the Today Girls. That's hilarious. I mean, not to begrudge the past, but... I'm just saying, we've come a long way, baby. We've come a long way. And all of those women had to be there because each person was a building block all the way to today when we have two female anchors. I mean, when you think about it, it's like every single baby step had to happen. A woman stopped me with her child and she said, thank you because now my daughter thinks this is totally normal. Two women anchoring together. She thinks that's the way it always was. If you want to witness the passage of 70 years and how things have changed, take a look at the women on this show. When they started, they were showpieces. At one time, we had what was known as the Girl of the Week, and there were 24 Girls of the Week. Then someone named Barbara Walters came along and said, no, I want a seat at the table. In the early years of the program, I was a sort of glorified tea pourer. Those have been on since those early days, remember it. I wasn't asked to participate in the serious or political interviews. And that's why I began to strive to get my own interviews with the hard-to-get people. If I got my own interview, I could do it. But times have changed. This program has changed. Women in television today no longer have to begin as I did. And I'm happy for whatever small contribution I've made towards this change. So now we could have women who were full anchors of the Today Show, and they could be pregnant on air, and they could go on maternity leave, they could have their babies. And that really paved the way for all of us who've now since done the same. And today, it's two female anchors. And I'm so proud of that, but I'm also proud of this show, and I'm proud of the place we are in our country right now that allows that to not only be possible, but acceptable and normal and celebrated. Wow. Hoda, you are a partner and a friend and a sister, and I am so happy to be doing this. Well, there's no one I'd rather be sitting next to in 2018 Yay. than you. To me, the Today Show is the gold standard. The producers, the crew, the staff, everyone who puts this show together, far more than the people you see on TV, they are the best of the best, and they pour themselves into it every day and every night. And I feel like we are coming on together and we are informing, but also processing the news with our viewers. And there's a connection there. And to me, that has stood the test of time and is what will continue to stand the test of time. 
here's the thing about life, okay, for all of us. Every single working environment, family, group has days that it's bright and shiny and there's nothing better. And we also have days when we're on our knees. And that's the way life goes. That's the way it goes. And you just ride the waves. And I feel like that's how you have to navigate just life in general. And we navigate it at work. Some days are the best day ever. And some days you wonder, like, what in the heck's going on? But no matter what, you adjust your sails and you go. Because we got a long road. We're only 70. I mean, like, we're babies. You know, goo goo. We got a long way to go. Thank you so much for listening to this special edition of the Today Show podcast and helping us celebrate our 70th anniversary. Talk to you tomorrow morning. Just a reminder, you can now listen to Today and take it anywhere you go in case you can't watch it in the morning. Be sure to follow the Today podcast wherever you're listening right now to hear the latest episodes. Today at 70 is produced by Franny Kelly and associate producer Rachel Young with additional production help from Ursula Summer. Bob Mallory is our audio engineer. Bryson Barnes, our technical director. Minika Thuria is the executive producer of this podcast. Soraya Gage, our general manager. And Madeline Herringer is our head of editorial. Also, a very special thanks to today producer Yael Fetterbush and executive producer Tom Mazzarelli. I'm Savannah Guthrie. Thanks for listening.